Good morning. I'm going to apologize in advance for the noise in the background. I'm actually still in London, my daughter's apartment, and there's a lot of background noise here. She's living on a busy street, so that's the deal with the noise that you're probably going to hear. Anyhow, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about relationships and sort of how you can recognize you're in an incompatible relationship. Um, So have you ever wondered if you and your partner are truly compatible in the maze of love and relationships? Understanding compatibility can be as tricky as finding a needle in a haystack, as we all know. But I think there's one major sign that's often overlooked that can tell whether you're in the right relationship or not. And many people think the critical sign of incompatibility um, is, is how you argue or get through the occasional difficult patch. I'm talking about a fundamental mismatch, something that feels off at the core of your connection. And I feel like there's one sign and you... There are probably many signs, but there's one red flag for me um, that's a glaring red flag. And, you know, the complex layers of a relationship can be mind-boggling. So to think that there's one red flag that holds the key to understanding whether you're on a path of fulfilling companionship or heading towards an uh, eventual heartache or disappointment, I think... I think it's very complex, but when we talk about complexity in relationships, we're looking into something much deeper than just like shared relationships, shared hobbies, shared interests. True compatibility is like a song that plays in the background of your relationship. Sometimes subtle, always significant. And I think it's about how well your personalities and your values and your life goals and even your quirks create a harmony to create something unique. But here's where I think the common misconception is. I think that compatibility doesn't mean that you have everything in common. I think in reality, it's less about matching each other perfectly and more about how you complement each other. And most importantly, how you navigate differences. How do you resolve conflicts? And do you support each other's individual growths? And so when we say compatibility is a key predictor, it's not about having the same taste in songs, music, reading the same books, laughing at the same jokes. It's about having a similar outlook on life, which I think comes up from the way that you're brought up and having congruent values and mutual respect for each other's perspectives. But compatibility then is not always apparent from the start if you look at compatibility from that perspective. Not whether you like coffee or tea, you know, with milk, without, whatever. Not that type of compatibility. So the, the compatibility that I'm discussing is not always apparent from the start. It takes time, experience. It takes a deeper understanding to truly understand how compatible you are with your partner. 
I always tell my kids that you need, need at least a full year to get to know somebody. You need to see what they're like when they have difficult moments, when they don't get what they want, when they don't get the job promotion, when they do get the job promotion, when they're mad at their parents, when they lose something. You need to see all of those instances because once the blush is off the rose of excitement after the two, first two months, that's when you really realize how people approach life and difficulty and, and not just difficulty. Um, you know, how do they celebrate? You know, do they drink? Do they smoke? Do they party all the time? These are things you need to see. Um, and, and it takes time and experience. And, and, and really, in some cases, people find themselves deeply invested in relationships only to realize that something fundamental is amiss. And I think the one telltale sign that you might be in an incompatible relationship is consistent emotional discomfort. And I don't mean the occasional disagreement or misunderstanding. It's the persistent feeling of unease where being yourself feels challenged, where you're walking on eggshells where you're worried about the next word that comes out of your mouth and the relationship drains more than it nurtures. And that is the red flag. The emotional discomfort in a relationship, it manifests as a constant strain. So if your relationship feels strained, you know, if you feel like you're walking on eggshells, unable to express your true thoughts or feelings, Maybe you feel lonely when you're together, have a lingering feeling that you're just not getting each other on a deeper level. Emotional compatibility, don't underestimate. Don't underestimate that aspect of a relationship. It's crucial if you want a healthy relationship. When there's a mismatch in emotional needs or the way you express emotion, someone's going to be profoundly dissatisfied. It's like speaking two different languages and never really understanding each other. Because if you can't communicate on that level, you can go to a movie and have a good time, but the fiber of your being is not going to be satisfied. You know, you can, there's, there's couples, they seem perfect together. They have similar careers, educations, a great social life. But maybe you know, one or the other isn't in tune with each other's emotional needs or they lack that deep, meaningful conversation. And, you know, maybe one person wants to be light and easy and breezy and the other person, you know, needs that depth. I will say in my marriage, I absolutely, I always want to talk about things and, and, figure out the why and the how and the reasoning and I'm a very deep thinker I'm always always analyzing behavioral things and I'm very mindful of of people's behaviors and what I want and how people are acting and my ex-husband was just happy go lucky he just didn't he wasn't you know soul searching into the depths of Humanity. He was just a nice, super friendly person who accepted people for what they were and just didn't didn't take took things very surface level and was very happy. And that that's great. That works well for him. 
but it doesn't work well for me when I'm still at the table wanting to discuss the depths <laughs> of a relationship. And, you know, the difference, you know, there are differences in, in interests that are manageable, but differences in emotional expression and understanding, it doesn't work. I mean, you can ignore, you're not going to be satisfied. So it's about how you handle emotions. How do you provide support to each other? And how do you connect on that emotional level? And I'm sorry, but that emotional incompatibility is definitely way more detrimental than a hobby that's different of taste in a restaurant, taste in food, whether you go to the gym or not. People that are misaligned in their emotional expressions, there's no way they're going to be happy in their relationship. You have to really reflect on that aspect. Do you feel emotionally safe and understood? Can you share who you are, your deepest desires, fears, sorrows without hesitation? I find that hard to do, actually. So I think that there are very few people that you're going to be able to do that with because I don't think it's easy to just open up and share, be that vulnerable. So I think, you know what? You got to understand the emotional toll. If you're in an incompatible relationship, it can lead to a real, uh, really questioning your self-worth. I think feeling misunderstood, you might start believing that your emotions and your needs and your relationship aren't important. And so you just don't validate them and, and you feel like you're too demanding. And that can really lead to a significant drop in self-esteem. Sorry for the noise. <laughs> um, it's definitely not quiet around here, that's for sure. The ongoing stress of being an emotionally unsatisfying relationship you know, it can lead to depression, anxiety, health issues, and that uncertainty and constant tension can keep you in a state of heightened anxiety, which is the absolute worst. So, you know, if you're in an incompatible relationship, it might be a tough pill to swallow, but you have to understand that it just might not be the right person for you for that reason. And, you know, you can part ways amicably or you can work on your relationship. But is it something that can be worked on? Communication styles or emotional expression. Can that be worked on? I think people are intrinsically who they are and they can work at becoming something else in terms of that aspect of life. But I think it's very difficult. And, you know, you need to understand your own needs and your emotional patterns that you bring to the table. And, you know, if that incompatibility in that area is too profound, you got to part ways because otherwise you're going to be miserable. And, you know, the decision to end a relationship is difficult, but sometimes it's necessary for the emotional well-being of both partners. And you know what? Ending a relationship isn't a failure, it's a step, you're a step closer to finding the person that works for you, a more compatible partnership. And, you know, keep evaluating your relationship and make sure you're in the right situation. Um, 
really be honest with yourself. And that's all I got for today. I'm leaving London tomorrow morning, so I'm really looking forward to heading back to Boston. As much as I love this city, I just, I have stuff to do at home. I actually have stuff that I'm not looking forward to doing at home, but I want to get there nonetheless. And um, I'll look forward to coming back here very soon because London is just a great city and I love the people. They're so friendly. They're so nice. So I've had a great, great time here that I'm really grateful for. So have a great day. Thanks.